Hi, welcome to Parenting the Adlerian Way. I'm your host, Adlerian family counselor and parenting expert, Allison Schaefer. Each week, I answer your burning parenting questions to help reduce the stress of parenting one tip at a time. We'll explore Adlerian psychology together and learn methods of child guidance for raising a happy, confident, capable, resilient child. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, everyone. It's Allison. Welcome back to the podcast. I have a guest interview for you, and I am excited to, to meet and introduce to you, Stefan Desham. He is the owner of the highly successful Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park, which is located just outside of Toronto, Ontario. He has taught a course about nudity at the University of Toronto, U of T, and he has been hosting the Naturist Living Show podcast since 2008. He is the first ever Canadian president of the International Naturist Federation. My, my mouth wants to say naturalist, but it is not. It's Naturist Federation. And I have caught up with him today in, in Paris, of all places. Thank you for making time in your day to talk with me. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's so much fun with technology. We can do that anytime, can't we? Isn't it great? Well, so I, I need you. I didn't say anything before we, we jumped on this to record, but I want you to know that I knew of Bear Oaks a long, long time ago. I've had friends that have gone there um, because mm. I raised my kids in Mount Albert. And so we were like in the hood. Um, we were in the hood. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we are. Technically, the address is in Sharon, but we're closer to Mount Albert. I don't know how the post office figured that one out. Yeah. So so you you are you were my neighbor for many, many years. So sorry, we've, we've waited this long to, to meet. But um, so you, you heard me twist my tongue around naturalist versus naturist. Um, and the two should not be confused. And I'm not sure that the listeners would necessarily know what an, a, a naturist is. So can you help define that and the difference? Absolutely. Well, naturists and nudists are often used as, as synonyms. Um, and in North America, they can be, especially in the U.S. But in Europe, a naturist is, is what we are. A nudist is a person who is nude without any intent or purpose. What's important to understand is naturism is not about nudity 
that's not the goal or the objective. Everybody goes, oh, my, that's like the most obvious thing. That's the most salient aspect. That's the part I can't do. Um, but it's the tool. It is a very important tool that uh, gets us to accept our bodies the way it is. Like it's That's why it's so hard to do. Uh, because we are so used to hiding our body and hiding behind these costumes um, that, you know, different costumes put you in a different place. If you are dressed up in a ball gown, you feel a certain way. If you are dressed up in a T-shirt and jeans, you're filled a different way. And you have maybe you have a different power. And that shouldn't matter because you're still you. And so by taking your clothes off, you are your true authentic self. You accept yourself as a, the unique person that you are. And you also show respect to others by um, presenting your true authentic self. And so the reason it's called naturism is because you are your true natural self. This is our natural state. This is the way we're supposed to be. We invented clothing as, as, a, as a species uh, in order to protect ourselves when it was cold, when we lived in northern parts of Europe, for example. Um, but it was never meant to be uh, a way to hide, but it became that. And it became rank, it became status, it became power over others and all kinds of things that we as naturists don't think is right. Make sense? Uh, absolutely. And in fact, it's it's um, bringing to mind this amazing one woman show I saw at a conference once. She was the daughter um, of um, uh, diplomates that lived in different countries as she was growing up. And a lot of the countries were in the Middle East and were Muslim countries, although she was American. And, you know, they wear a lot of head covers there. And she was uh, talking about how in their culture that they're like, how could you cover up? How could you hide yourself? And the argument from the Muslims was, oh, but all you see is my face. You think you're so liberal and free. And then she kind of imitated in this one woman show us plucking our eyebrows and like waxing our groin and squishing into jeans. And she's like, you think you're free? <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. I, thought, I mean, that was a takeaway from 10, 15 years, but I've thought about that, about like, you know, what is, what is freedom? And you're taking it to the, to the ultimate level of this is how you were birthed into the world. This is as authentic as it gets. And, and the person that I knew that actually had gone, I know several people that have gone, but the one story that reminds me of somebody who had said that they had gone to Bear Oaks. I thought that's so interesting. I never would have assumed that you would have gone there. I didn't say this to them, but I had traveled with them and they wouldn't wear shorts because they didn't like their legs. They only ever wore pants, even though we were in this really hot climate. And I, and I thought, isn't that interesting? This must be their way of getting over that, right? Like getting over the body, the body shaming piece. Uh, maybe that was a therapeutic visit or maybe that was life changing. I'm not sure. Yes. I've had, uh, we've, we have a lot of, uh, we hire young people every year to work the summer jobs right and uh the, the many of them have no experience with naturism until they work there and for them it's really a learning experience and i've heard many times from them uh, one how easy it is to get ready in the morning because you don't have to worry about picking an outfit or doing anything like that and secondly how they feel uh less objectified nude at the park than fully dressed in uh, downtown newmarket um, because you, you're wearing stuff that's sort of revealing and sort of hiding and people look at you in a certain way. Um, it, it's much more, uh, yeah, I can understand why she wouldn't want to wear shorts in public, but it should be totally comfortable nude at Bear Oaks. So, so, so interesting. So if, if we were to under, like at the camp, do you call it a camp or park, park, camp? Uh, we call it a park um, because a lot of people come for, for the day. They don't necessarily camp. 
uh, although you could talk think of it as a day camp, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but it we're we're half a country club. Um, in that people come for the day because they live nearby. I mean, within half an hour, it's easy. You come for the day. Uh, but it's also a place where people keep trailers. And so it becomes their cottage. Um, and we get a lot of visitors from all over the world that come and stay uh, for weekends or a week or a couple weeks. And what kinds of things can you do there then? Oh, all kinds of stuff uh, that you would do. I mean, we have, there's a lake with a beach. There's a pool. Um, not a very big lake, mind you, but it's uh, to a couple of acres for swimming. Um, we have all kinds of sports, you know, volleyball uh, or uh, petanque or horseshoes. You know, if you're a little bit more sedate, there's a restaurant. Um, there's uh, outdoor ping pong. There's, uh, you know, people run, do running. There's a little gym, uh, you know, all kinds of things you can think of. It's uh, it's a place mostly, though, of people to come to relax and then feel there's no place else you can go and do this to really feel yourself to really feel comfortable with others yes you can take your clothes off at the at home that's no problem but then you're not socializing you're not amongst people with the same mindset you're not feeling that acceptance you're just being you yourself it's not quite the same yeah and i think that's the piece you know in adlerian psychology we talk about um the importance psychologically of belonging and mm -hmm. uh belonging and being with like-minded people um it, that's like it's our people. It's where I'm home. It's it's yeah. who I'm with, you know. Um, and so the fact that everyone finds their own thing. I mean, maybe you're just crazy, but whatever. I don't know. Dungeons and Dragons or, you know, whatever yeah. it might be for different people. Uh, but it sounds like there's this core centering value that if you were to go there and you were to meet someone there and this is what they choose to do, you would know that you're with someone ha that has shared values, shared thinking, sh shared. There's a core. There's a real core to, to all of this. Yes, and that's why we are, we, we are not clothing optional. It became popular in the 90s for uh, parks and resorts and clubs around the world to go clothing optional. The idea was be, uh, to be accepting and tolerant. So, you know, I want to take my clothes off, you don't, and that's fine, and you'd be who you want to be. But then you, we got away from the whole idea of equality. Uh, you know, if you're nude and I'm dressed, there is an aspect of exhibitionist voyeurism in our relationship. You can't get away from that. Um, and you also, unfortunately, then allow people who are not there for the right reasons. They, people who are objectifiers who like to look at bodies in that way, they can't take their clothes off because they would feel vulnerable instead of empowered. So they can't, they don't come. And so to us, uh, we're not clothing optional. Uh, we expect everybody to participate for that reason. And you talk about belonging and it, it's actually, that's a really good uh, thing to say because I hear that all the time, how people come for the first time and they say their conversations feel like they've known people for a long time. Somehow when you break down those barriers, when people become more open and more themselves, they they chat and they they, they communicate and, and 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 interact with each other in a way that seems much more personal and much more human. And people just get that feeling the first time they're there. It's it's quite I I, I just hear it all the time. It's it's quite funny. Well, and, you know, and I love that, you know, you do international work. And so I find my place of belonging when I travel around the world and meet Adlerians because we've got this. It already says we've got this shared piece. Do, do you know what I mean? So like and it, it is about like mindedness. It's about a value set. And so it does make for an accelerated uh, experience of connection. Yes. And it just Absolutely. feels to me that this would be like even that multiplied or or with amplitude 
uh, because it does, because you are presenting yourself in the most vulnerable state that you can be in, which is sort of interesting because maybe after you do it for a long time, it doesn't feel vulnerable at all. I mean, I, you know, I, I, when, when did you first discover this or how long have you been, um, a nat, uh, see, I keep wanting to say naturalist, naturist, yes. which is yeah, I just I because I yeah. talk about yeah. that more than I talk about a naturist. Does that change over the course of, of experience? I don't know. Uh, well, the, the effect is always there. The effect is, 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 I mean, it's not, I, I no longer feel exposed or vulnerable. And in fact, I am so confident I could be uh, nude in front of hundreds of dressed people. It wouldn't bother me at all anymore. Um, I'm very comfortable with my body and uh, as it is, and it's not that I look like, uh, you know, a, a perfect specimen of anything. Um, it's just who I am and it doesn't matter. And so you do get a confidence, it, which by the way, carries even when you're dressed because often when you're dressed you worry about what you look like still and all that stuff i've gone so far beyond that i don't care um but that intimacy when you're with like you say with people with with a shared values and that openness because i know how to play the game i know how to dress well i own a tuxedo <laughs> i know how to dress when i go to uh to a business meeting that is not a nature's business meeting i know how to play the game as well but it it creates you it does create a an attitude that you have to develop because that relationship with people is different. And so, uh, so you know what, you're right. Allison, you need to start the Naturist Adlerian Society. You're converting me right now. My <laughs> listeners are like, oh my gosh, Allison's going naked. I, 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 I'm thinking this is like the next place for my personal growth because I love what you're saying um, in terms of you've got two concepts tied together here, which is you've got social equality and belonging and, you know, being your authentic self. Like these are all core Adlerian values. And it's mm -hmm. like, if you know that you're in a sense vetting people, like you wouldn't go and spend the weekend if you didn't meet the criteria for like, this is our mutual contract that we are people that are going to do this, which is why you're saying it's not clothing optional. You don't get, you know, we're, right. you, 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 you kind of know what you're, who you're going to meet and how you're going to be. Um, and to your point, not to say that in another social context, you can't say I'm getting dressed for the opera. Um, <laughs> like that's, you know, yeah. that's, that's fine too. Um, you know, but there's like dress for success and then there's like, or get naked for connection and reality. I, I like, I kind of like that duality. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm in Paris and I know when I go places, if I don't dress properly, I will not be treated properly. You know, there are, there are, there, there are games that we play in society. I know how they work. I don't agree with them, but you know, I can't change the world. So you got to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. So you win at the, at the social rules as we roll our eyeballs at them. Um, now, when, when we first uh, talked about pulling together this podcast, you had sent some pretty alarming uh, statistics about kids mm. and mental health. And, and you, mm -hmm. you talked about the teens that, that work there as their summer placements or whatever. How does this tie into what's going on in, in, youth culture today and well so so first of all imagine the impact of naturism uh, if you know if we agree with everything that i'm saying on on us adults if it existed from the beginning from birth uh, which is how i've raised my two children uh well not just me my wife and i um and uh, imagine the impact then in terms of their self-esteem their body image it is the antidote of what social media is really doing to them right now. I, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but it was a vast majority of young people today 
have some level of body shame and anxiety as a result of uh, of uh, social media interactions. It is constant. It's not just at school, right? When I was young, any stress because of social problems was only like during the school hours. Now it's 24-7. They, they, they keep their social media on even while they're sleeping. And that's caused a lot of mental distress, a lot of emotional disorders in them. And naturism is the antidote. Naturism is teaches you the other way. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm happy. My children are uh, are 26 and 23, and uh, you know, my my youngest at one point the, he was not coming to the park. Uh, my eldest always has because he had friends, but he had friends that were very much into image and all that kind of stuff. And I was fine, you know, what you learned in high school, rebel against your parents. But he's, re- he's rediscovered it when he moved to Victoria and he met some young people who were in the same mindset as I, ironically. Um, it wasn't hard for him. And in fact, he realized that a lot of his friends from high school a little bit later on were quite shallow and weren't real friends. They were they was uh, trying to impress each other, trying to play games with each other. It was very satisfying to see. Like, you know, you, I'm not trying to keep my, to force my children to think one way, but I knew that in the back of their head, they had an alternate narrative and they could be critical and evaluate. And eventually that message came back. And so that was nice. So parents of teens, do you hear what you just heard? And we'll say it again and again and again. Adolescence is a developmental time to kick around your parents' values so that when you adopt them, you say they were my own. I wasn't just a puppet. And (laughs) so so we have to kind of expect that pushback. And it doesn't mean we failed at our job. Like you just got to play the long game. You got to play the long game. And I'm thinking to your point, you know, um, I mean, I'm assuming it's an all ages park, right? Like that's absolutely. Yeah. like it's like oh this is family weekend and this is like no kid weekend although you know not to say that there is times where i don't like to be i want to make sure that i get understood i love children so much that if children are around i will stop everything i am doing to play with them engage with them make sure that they're not falling down and therefore my little mommy radar can't relax. So there's many Mm -hmm. times where I go on holidays where I just need to be with adults so that I don't have that part of my brain going. It has nothing to do with not liking kids or not wanting them around me. So just to be clear, um, but I'm assuming that you're like kind of like all ages, all time, or, or is there, is there different weekends with different themes or different weeks with different themes? I don't know. Well, so we're called Bear Oaks family nature's park for a few reasons. One family's right in the, right in the title. Right in the title. Now, part of that is to ensure that there's no misunderstanding. The, the term naturist and even nudist is misused by people, uh, in my opinion, because I know what the philosophy has been for 100 years. But that doesn't prevent people from doing it. Actually, here in Paris, there's a place I passed that uh, is, says naturist massage. Um, it's 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 not it's in the kind of red light district called Pigalle. Um, there's nothing. Uh, there's no nature's philosophy value. <laughs> They're just suggesting there's a special service, shall we say, for probably an extra fee. Uh, people, I can't control who uses the term. Um, so to make sure, because people will see that online, that they understand, don't come if you're looking for something that it's not. We have family in the title. But as I explained to everybody, family is everybody. Family is everybody has parents. So it's from birth to end to the end like everybody is welcome that's the whole family the family is not just 
two two adults in a you know binary relationship with children. It is uh, it is a any, anybody and and everybody, and that's that's key. And 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 I agree with you. I love to see and I, people get the, the wrong idea because I love to see kids running around naked in the park and they go whoa, you know. It is beautiful. I don't know this how this happened. When I was young, a naked child was cute. Nobody thought anything. Now I've had people come and say, look, I'm not comfortable with naked children running around. I say, what do you mean you're not comfortable? Well, it just feels wrong. And I go, they, they don't care, especially the really young ones. They're born that way. They're born without body shame, with comfort with who they are. They don't like clothes. It's interfering with them. And as a parent, let me tell you how wonderful it was to have kids get all dirty and muddy and just held them under the shower and rinse them off. No dirty clothes. So it's natural. It, there's nothing wrong with it. It's so, uh, it's, then, it, that, I, I, I don't remember. It was, for, it was for sure my own decision. But I mean, I ran around naked most of my childhood in the, not, not, in, not in the city, not when I went to school. I, I don't remember that. But we had a cottage. <laughs> we camped. And... Yeah. Uh, you know, it, if I got cold, I guess I put something on, but I have many memories of running around as a kid naked and no one ever commenting on it. Uh, like, yeah. I don't, rem I don't like, in fact, saying it now, I, I'm now I want to call my brothers who are older and say like, do you remember me? Like, I, I really honestly just remember that that I just did. I, I have no narrative behind that. Just, it's just a neutral, natural, just did, which I think is beautiful. And to your point, when I think about the psychological tenant, without deviating us too far here, of that people come into the world in their with their natural essence, um, their natural self, and then we face the experiences of life and the social experiences and whatever, and we, and we have to cope, and we create some adaptive coping mechanisms. And sometimes we get really far adapting and coping, and we get farther and farther away from our authentic self. And when I think about um, the healing process and the therapeutic process, it's about going back to that young, original child, naked child for me, doing, you know, cartwheels on the beach, free of all encumbrances, being my full, perfect essence before I was, you know, had to start, a, 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 you know, safeguarding myself from life. Um, that's the most beautiful essence of me and you know and I, I often call that image to my mind of of wanting to return to that to that beautiful that beautiful original version right and, and I you can and I call on my clients to do that I just never thought to get naked again to do it but you you you're, you're you're doing therapy on me right now I'm, I'm coming up to the club when you're back <laughs> I have you know we're, we're obviously not professionals and not trained for it but I say to our staff as part of our training you know they're they're young people every year that we hire from I said, you got to remember that we are like therapists. This is therapy for most people. Yeah. And you have to be patient with people and you have to talk them through it. And uh, because it is very much like a phobia. Um, it, the logic is easy. It's not going to hurt. There's no pain involved. Uh, there is no danger of harm. It seems easy. Just take your clothes off. Logic is simple. Emotionally, I'm sure some of your listeners right now are feeling anxiety just because we're talking about it. And, and that is a phobia. The phobia is you're, you're getting anxiety out of it. You're getting, you know, your heart rates up, you're flushed a little bit. Uh, you, you might even want to do it, but you just can't do it. There's fear. The only reason it is not a, a, a phobia, according to DSM, is it doesn't impede with your day-to-day -day life. Yeah. Because we have built 
Gymnophobia, it's called, has a name, fear of nudity, Gymnophobia. We have built Gymnophobia into society. We have lots of social rules. We have architecture around it. You know, we have little changing cubicles and doors that locked and everything else. You know, the Romans used to all go to the bathroom together. They had this, if you've been to Pompeii or Rome and you've seen some of the, the toilets that they use, it's just rows of holes. They just, apparently it was a social place and they had the baths and nobody had any problems with it. But we've built a culture where you never have to fear nudity and you never have to be nude with a few exceptions like going to the doctor and not even in a gym anymore. When I go to the gym, when I was young in the gym, we all changed together. Now there's cubicles everywhere. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I have two things I want to share about that. One is I love that for me, and this is what I think is going to be like an expansive, but I swim and when I go to the change room to swim, a lot of the people who swim in the day are older women who are trying to like stay healthy into their later years. So you got the 80 year olds, the 90 year olds, and they're wise and comfortable and they're stripping down to get into their bathing suits to, with their, mm-hmm. you know, swim caps going out to the pool. And I get my first opportunity is that I'm 60. I'm looking at what 70 and 80 is going to look. And I'm seeing all these women with all their natural aging bodies, as opposed to, like you say, the curated filtered version online. And I see how comfortable they are. And I see how they're just happy and looking after their health and chatting because they've got a social group because they swim every Tuesday and they do their lane swim. And I think that's who I want to be. I want to be that lady in the change room, whatever, with the sags and the gray hair and the seeing their friends. And I'm like, oh my God, why did I have to wait till 60 in a change room to have an experience? Experience that was so affirming um, to me. Uh, and and then, then the other weird thing is that, that uh, uh, it reminded me that they used to make boys in America um, yes. swim naked as part of gym class. Yeah, yeah. And that was very controversy. And shower together as well. Yeah. Uh, you had to shower when I was young after gym because you were sweaty and they wanted you to clean up. That's not allowed. It doesn't even allowed to ask anymore or suggest. So how do, how do we? Because you again, you said that there's anxiety, and we've we've gotten further and further down this conservative pathway, and naked children and seeing people naked is taken on this narrative. So how do we? How do you address to to the to the naysayers? Let's say um, the fear that naked children and predators and um, 
Like you must hear every, you must hear oh, it yes. all. You must hear oh, everything God, yes. that you have to defend against, right? Because we are, Absolutely. parents are so fearful. They don't even let their kids go to the park dressed, let alone naked. Are you kidding me? Like yeah. how, how do we get over parental fear? Well, it, it is, it, it, it is, it is incredible. The paranoia there is, and it is paranoia because there are very few, um, predators out there and i'm not saying i'm ignoring them but uh, you know i'm a parent i'm aware of that and we let our children walk to school it wasn't very far but we let them walk to school alone because we knew that it was more dangerous to drive them than to let them walk through the park um but yes so the, the it's an emotional guttural reaction that um, that people think obviously must be at risk and i'm sure right now some of your listeners are screaming that as we're talking about this like oh my Which, god allison I, how don't you get it oh my god and so i always start with this i say well so you know when you come to a nature's park you're with your parents right or your guardian like you're, it's, you're, it's a family activity. You're going there to, you're not sending your kids there and leaving them alone. We are not a dickhead. Well, I am not <laughs> watching over your kids. <laughs> Take care of your own kids. Yeah. So you, you've raised two of your own. Your job is done. Exactly. So they're not alone. So how is anything going to happen? You know, how it happens is when you leave them in the change room at the hockey game or with the uh, the minister or the priest at, for for the education or in scouts when they go away and i'm not suggesting they shouldn't do those things you, they should because again the risk is very low and i think these are important activities but that's where it happens when they're alone with an adult not when they're in a big community not only are they with their parents or guardians there's people everywhere and the people who are coming, we require photo ID and we check people in before they come in, are all carefully checked out. So, I mean, if you have this crazy idea that some guy is going to run on the beach, grab your child and run away, um, we'll know who he is. If That's never going to happen because it doesn't happen that way. But we even know who is there. We've got, you know, the license plate as they drove in. So it just it shouldn't happen. Is it possible that somebody is there and is able to hide their feelings and they're looking at your children and feeling some weird feelings. Yeah, I suppose it's possible, but that's possible at school. And it's possible when you're walking down the street as well. I mean, there's really no harm there. There's nothing to, to worry about. Right. So the reality is they're very, very safe, safer than anywhere, anywhere else, I would argue, because it's much more controlled environment. And those predators would have to take their clothes off in order to come in. So there's that other barrier that they have to, to cross. So, yeah, I understand the reaction. I totally do. But the logic, when you think it through, there's no problem. Yeah, I 100% I, I agree with you in terms of like, if our solution to every possible harm and risk that could happen to our kids is that we basically like lock them in our houses, the cost of their 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 denied experience is far more harmful than allowing them to go out and experience and you're creating more safety boundaries than all these other other situations yeah. um w which i think people have to kind of like get their head around but here's the other piece that i want to add to that argument in your favor which is if people really understood what it takes and, and what really goes on with children that get abused, they're lured. It takes time. And they're mostly mm -hmm. kids that have low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. They're kids that have been trained to be obedient. They're kids that don't have, they're not in touch with their authentic self. You're actually mm -hmm. the antidote 
to, to <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Yeah. If you say wear your clothes and you must have, you know, your, your Lacoste sweater and you must have this, whatever, then, then when an adult starts giving you instructions, like let's just play the tickle game. And you're like, well, I have to do what I'm told. I, you know, I have to listen to authority. I can't, you know, those kids are trained to not be intuitive. They're trained to not listen to their inner voice. They're trained that they need to conform. And, and your philosophy and movement is about getting away from those social restrictions back to that authentic self that would say, Hey, that's not okay. I'm not, you know, um, so I, I feel like there's that whole other component too. When, when, when Linda and I were raising our kids, you know, we, we, we discussed this, that we cannot prevent abuse from happening to our children. We, 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 it can't like, we hope it doesn't happen. It's highly unlikely. Uh, and we're not thinking about naturism. We're talking about this. We're talking about school and, yeah, and, and all the rest of the stuff the we're doing. Yeah. And we said, you know, the most we can uh, hope is that uh, they will have the confidence to say no or tell us that somebody did something so we can help them. Not be ashamed of what happened. And that's, and again, as you say, that's where naturism helped. There was no, there's no shameful part. There's no shameful, like, you know, somebody touched me somewhere and I'm not comfortable with it. Okay, who was that? Like, let's talk about that. Um, that's what I need to hear as a parent, because the, what happens, as I'm sure you know, is... Uh, people keep these secrets for far too long in their lives and it becomes a real problem because they've never had a chance to deal with it. So yeah, it's, it's a funny world out there that people think that we're the problem, as you say, I think we're the solution. And uh, uh, I, you know, I I will say that I know of a club where there was a, uh, a, a, an abuser that came in, Um, but he didn't do anything there for all the reasons I explained. He did befriend a single mom with a child and they started dating and then she let him at home babysit the kid. That could have happened at church. That could have happened anywhere. I was going to say that's Uh, again, if parents were more aware of what typically happens, that's a far more in keeping with how these things happen than at a park, like, you, you, you know, again, like if they knew the mechanics of what typically happens, you're outside the criteria. Like it's your, yeah. 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 If I, if, if, and I tell you, if I thought that, uh, getting that getting rid of bare oaks and naturism would, uh, get rid of one pedophile or stop one from being created, I would close tomorrow, but that's not how it works. It's right. And that's the important part people need to listen to, which is it. That's not how it works. Do your research. People don't jump to assumptions. Don't yes. jump no, to child, assumptions. It's not, it's not even about child nudity. It's a, it's a, it's a very much more complex problem that those people yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and so given that you live in a world where people mostly misunderstand you, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that fair to yes. say? You spend yep. a lot of time having to educate the rest of the population. It must be exhausting. Misunderstood for over a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's frustrating, right? When you want to like, you know, how, how much energy do you have to put into like, must I must, how much work do I have to do to, 
get people to understand us. But um, is that what is the work at the international level that you do? You said you're the first Canadian represent re, representative, but there's an international group um, and different cultures, I'm assuming, um, mm-hmm. intersect with this in different ways in terms of like acceptability or understanding. Where where are we in the spectrum? Are we terrible here in Canada? Or are we better than most? No, like, where are we culturally? We're, we're pretty good. We're pretty okay. tolerant. We're pretty easygoing. Um, we don't have the the uh, we don't have any, as many fringe lunatics that are willing to you know pick it and do that kind of thing, which sometimes I think well, wouldn't that be good? We get more press, but yeah. um, where the, are they great? Where where are they rocking it? Where is the country to be if you want to be Europe? Of course, Europe is the way place where they you know the tolerance for nudity yeah. in general, and but not all European countries are the same either. They're yeah. the more uh, Spain has come a long way, which is interesting. Spain is a very Catholic country. Um, and under Franco, the dictator, it was very restrictive. But when they became a democracy again, there was this whole feeling of liberation. And now you can be nude on any beach in Spain. You don't need a nude beach. People don't. People tend to yeah. co- focus on the nude beaches because, again, they like their community. And they like to be with us, like-minded people. But they had this, this release. And, of course, the Nordic countries uh, have always been very open. They do saunas. And you, they think it's disgusting to wear anything in a sauna and it's a it's a group activity it's very social so of course it's mixed genders and the children are in there so they're very comfortable germany is where naturism really started uh at the end of the 19th century early 20th century uh and still there you go to munich and people sunbathe nude in the park in the middle of the city like you just go and you say oh no there they are over there there's nude people just sunbathing because it's a nice sunny day france is the leader of for naturism uh, in terms of not necessarily the societal attitudes. France is a little bit more uh, uptight that way, more than Canada, actually, in some ways. Women have the right to be top free in Ontario and probably most provinces, uh, but not in, in France. In France, it's still against the law unless you're on a beach where that's accepted. But it has the most naturist clubs, resorts uh, of anywhere. There are. We're having our 70th anniversary as, as the International Naturist Federation on a, in a club in Bordeaux that started in 1951. And it has 4,000 campsites. It has a shopping area in the middle. It has three pools, one water park, three kilometers of beach on the Atlantic. It's like an it's amazing place to be. Um, and there's many of those. That's one of half a dozen uh, on the Atlantic and Mediterranean coast that are a major vacation center because French people appreciate vacation far more than we do and take it seriously. But also, France became the the place to go on vacation because if you're in Germany or Netherlands or Belgium or Sweden, it's not as nice in the summer to go swimming. They, so people come to vacation in France with all the coastline. So, so yes, there's a lot of variety. And it's really the INF, the International Naturist Federation, we exist to bring together all the national federations. So one of the big issues right now that we're facing internationally is social media censorship. Um, Bear Oaks just lost their their Twitter account after 14 years. I lost my Twitter account uh, because I posted a link to a blog post where I talk about children and naturism. And they won't give it back to me because we know what's happening with Twitter. There's nobody to talk to right now. And so it, it's the censorship is a problem because it is ethnocentric. It is based on American attitudes and it's based on the lowest common denominator. And in Europe, having somebody top free is 
it's nothing you see it on television it's whatever a woman can be top three in ontario i can actually go on the street during uh the world naked bike rider the gay pride parade and see naked oh, yes, people saw, walking yeah. around yes but if i take a picture of that news event and post it on social media i will get banned even though i am reporting something that actually exists in public so it that's is, crazy like i didn't they just i thought they had a naked uh, skate on the bentway um Oh, they may have. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah, they I were. Po- I think. They, yeah, uh, yeah. I wonder. But I, I remember the cycle ride because I had a friend coming into Toronto from out of town. <laughs> they were staying. I was like, if that's your first impression, I'm like, yep, that's that's my city. How about that? <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But that's terrible. If you could, if you if you post and get uh, and 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 get sent, that's that's yeah. You can see how these policies just make a so you guys get together though to talk about how how can we use our our collective might and support one another and exactly and share strategies and work together and support each other so that that we and we've been doing as i said for 70 years um because it's it's required there's been a lot of cooperation and organization it's a very strong community um so you have national federations in 30 something countries and all of them get together every two years for Congress, uh, which is held all over the place. The next one in 2024 is going to be in Mexico. Wow. Uh, um, I want to make sure that uh, uh, that we've covered everything that you want our listeners to to, to know. Is there uh, a, 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 have I left any gaps besides the fact well, that I, I can just do a live interview and come up there and, uh, you know. Yes, just, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's an endless topic. Um, you said at the well, beginning. Well, you've talked talk- about it since two thousand and eight on your podcast. I'm blown away. I, the fe- like, like we didn't even have podcasts in two thousand and eight. You were telling me that know, you had to do your own freaking coding. And I couldn't even. Uh, I I thought I'd run out of ideas, and I'm not even close to running out of ideas or topics. And you know, so if if I would invite you and anybody who's listening to go to find a naturist living show um it's easy to find and uh, we're well uh, since it's been 2008 we're well indexed on all the platforms and uh yeah you can you can pick your topic you want to hear about parents who are talking about what it's like to raise their children you can do that you want to talk about uh single women who like to come to bear oaks because they feel more comfortable there than they do anywhere else there's all kinds of topics uh on there that are discussed um, and I, and more to come. And so that's, that's wonderful. I mean, I taught a course, as you were saying in the beginning at U of T and I was 10 classes that were, uh, two hours long and, you know, the, the nudity is, is psychology, it's history, it's law and sociology, it's all biology. There's all kinds of things to talk about. And, uh, Nothing, people think this is a frivolous thing that we do, right? It's, but it's not. It actually, our body shame, which is what naturism is addressing, and our comfort with our natural state is really fundamental to a lot of problems that we have in society. And that's why there's so much to talk about. And that's why we are so complex in what we do. Uh, Even there was a, I can't remember his name. There was a psychologist in the 60s and or 70s who did nude psychotherapy, and he was banned by the association. Apparently, it was quite effective, um, but he was banned by the association because it was unpopular and didn't look good in the media. But by taking their clothes off, people opened up in a way that they never did before. 
And I'm sure you can imagine how that might happen. Yeah. Because that's what we see at Bear Oaks in naturism. So, so yeah, well, it's it's a fun topic. And so please. Uh, well, I think the people, more, a lot, there's many parents who listen to my podcast, um, but there's also many therapists that do. Uh, and, and again, Adlerians get misunderstood and we're kind of the underdogs and we're fighting against the DSM and we have to, we have many things I like that. I would feel like I, I join, I, I on, I'm on a different mission, but I can feel a parallel in, in, in that. And, um, um, you know, I'm thinking about, for example, for people, and I, you know, like look at her, look at what happened with psilocybin's and all the, yes. like that became, yeah. that became very politicized and shut down. And now that's opening up again. And like, this is an opportunity mm-hmm. for like, just open your mind, people open your mind. Uh, you've you've opened PTSD. my mind today. I'm very intrigued. I I'm checking out your podcast. I'm going to make a visit. Maybe there will be the Adlerian family parenting weekend, uh, up at bear Oaks. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm, I'm leaning in. I think this is fantastic. I'm so glad I met you. Oh, likewise. That's that, that's just fantastic. So yeah, we we can do so much more. We can do for. I am I am I mean I keep saying I'm trying to save the world. I really mean that. Like it's it, 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 it sounds like a little grand, but that's what that really feel like. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Until our next conversation, where can people find? Like, there, people are going to want to like now jump on and check things out. So, where can people find you? Follow you? Do all that kind of stuff? I'll put it in the show notes. But take a moment to take a moment yes. to whatever. So the Bear Oaks website, Bear Oaks website, good place to go. Um, there's a lot of information, all those questions, you know, parenting, children, why, why not? What are the problems? We, I'm not afraid to any questions and they're all addressed on there. BearOaks.ca, very simple. B-A-R-E, of course, not like the, the animal, but like yes, the, right, right. not Bear, wearing yeah. anything. <laughs> and uh, Nature's Living Show, naturesslivingshow.com, uh, easy to Google as well, or in any uh, thing you might have uh, for podcasts that you listen to. And uh, on YouTube, and you can get that through our Barrocks website. But our, we have a first-time video that's been—we have over eight million views on it. I'm really excited. I didn't expect anybody to—I didn't expect as many people to watch it as they do. Um, okay, I know probably ninety percent of people are watching, expecting something more than what it is, or getting a cheap thrill. But that's okay. Ten percent of eight million people who are there for the right message—I'm good. So totally. Yeah. So search for us, Bear Oaks, Nature's Living Show. Uh, but be aware that when you search for naturism or nudism, you're going to find people who are co-opting our movement for the wrong reasons. And it's it's we, we can't stop it, unfortunately. I hear you. When we get we get painted with the same brush strokes with people that have nefarious whatever, it's frustrating as all get out. But um, I think you've really given people an, uh, a, a, a good starting point to want to dig deeper into understanding. And I'm sure it takes the complexities you say, social, cultural, historic, all those things, all the shackles that we have on our brain that, you know, there's, there's much more to learn. So I'm hoping that this, and it certainly was for me, a first introduction to wanting to dig in and learn more. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so appreciative. Thank you. Thank you for helping spread the word. Yeah. Enjoy your time in, in Paris. I'm, I'm envious. I am. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Okay. Till next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. As you know, it takes a village to make a podcast. So thanks to my team, including Max Cotter, my editor and technician, as well as the crew at H2O Digital. 
This podcast was recorded in Toronto, Canada. We acknowledge the land we are meeting on is the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabek, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat people, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit and Métis. We also acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13 with the Mississaugas of the Credit. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.